Welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast with Pastor Adam Cook, where our goal is to have a genuine and authentic conversation about the Christian faith journey and what a messy walk with Jesus really looks like. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome, everybody, to the Messy Walk Podcast. This is episode 58. My name is Chloe, and today I am not here with Pastor Adam. Instead, I'm here with a very special guest. Um, Her name is Tish McGeo, and she is going to be sharing with us today, kind of continuing our series on hearing God speak, and she's going to be talking to us today about hearing God speak through the Holy Spirit. So... Before we get into that, Tish, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, I will. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. So just want to share a few things. First of all, I'm 57 years old. And I've been married for 35 35 years to my husband. We have four sons. I have one daughter-in-law. And now we have one granddaughter that we love very, very much and are excited to have. I'm a graduate of UNC Chapel Hill. Go Tar Heels! (laughs) That'll get some people talking. (laughs) So I was actually there when Michael Jordan was there. So I got to see him play a couple of times. But I graduated from undergrad at Carolina. And then I actually went to law school there and graduated law school. So I am a practicing family law attorney, not in Virginia, but in North Carolina. And I practice family law is what I practice. The odd thing is my passion, my greatest passion, what God has called me to really relates to restoring the family and seeing families, marriages, parents and their children, seeing their relationship in line with God's word and seeing their relationships restored. So I'm really excited to be here today. We're so excited to have you today. That's so cool. I can't believe you went to school with Michael Jordan. I know you mentioned that right before we started recording, (laughs) but I just think that's the coolest thing ever. (laughs) Well, so. Like I said, we're continuing our series on hearing God speak um, and talking today about hearing God speak through the Holy Spirit. So if you want to just take it away and share what's on your heart. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. So when I was asked to talk about hearing from the Holy Spirit, I immediately just started praying and seeking God and just saying, Father, what do you want me to say? Which is what I do anytime I have an opportunity to share. And he immediately took me to John chapter 3, and I just started thinking about the presence of the Holy Spirit. And Mm. what I realized, first of all, is that salvation starts with a relationship with the Holy Spirit. In John 3, Jesus talked about being born again. We're all born once, Mm -hmm. but to be a Christian, we have to be born again, born a second time. That is a spiritual birth, which necessarily involves the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God. And so we all Start at the same point where we repent of our sins, ask Jesus to come in and be Lord of our lives. We confess him as Lord and Savior. The Holy Spirit comes to live inside of us. And that's how we all start. But the question is, how do we maintain? How do we move forward? How do we develop Hmm. that relationship with Christ? And that's what I sense God wanting me to share about is how do you develop that relationship? First wow. John 4.13 is one of the scriptures mm-hmm. about having the Spirit of God in our lives. If you'd like to read yes, that, Chloe. Absolutely. So this is First John 4.13. Hereby know we that we that we dwell in him and he in us, because he hath given us of his spirit. 
Okay, so we have a confidence knowing that we are the children of God, his sons and his daughters. How do we know that? Because the Spirit of God lives inside of us. So the question is, how do we now develop that relationship with him? Romans 8, 14 is a scripture that, that talks about that. If you could read yes, that, Chloe. Absolutely. So Romans eight fourteen says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Okay, so our goal has to be, God, I've received the Holy Spirit. I'm born again. I'm now a Christian. Now, as I walk through this life, how can I be led by the Spirit on an everyday basis? I'll tell you personally, in my own life, I spend some time in prayer every day just saying, Father, lead and guide me by your Spirit. So that's what I want to encourage everyone in today is that you can be led by the Spirit. The Holy Spirit living inside of you wants to lead and guide you. I have to mention here that there are other spirits Mm -hmm. in the world that want to have an impact on our lives, too. So we've Absolutely. got to know how to deal with that. You know, the Bible says in 2 Timothy 1.7, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. And I think a lot of Christians, once they receive Jesus and they have the Holy Spirit living inside of them, they really don't understand about spiritual warfare. I mean, fear is a spirit, the spirit of fear, the Bible says. So if fear comes to me, I have to rebuke that spirit in Jesus' name and believe God for the Holy Spirit inside of me to give me the boldness that I need. So what I want to just share with you today is how can we be led by the Spirit? How can we better hear Mm. the voice of the Holy Spirit Mm. and be led by Him? Yeah, that's awesome. Um, So you're starting with talking about that's how it starts. The salvation starts with the with the Holy Spirit coming into us. And so um, continuing on from there, what would you say a next step would be or um, just your next thoughts on that? Okay. So one scripture that really has encouraged me is Matthew 5, verse 8. And this is Jesus talking. Okay. So if you could read that, Chloe. Absolutely. Let me swipe over to it. Hang on. Okay. You said Matthew 5, verse 8. Mm-hmm. All right, here it is. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And so I've heard that scripture. You know, a lot of people have heard it. And when I've heard it in the past, I always thought, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Mm -hmm. And I always thought of it, yes, in the great by and by, the pure in heart will see God. And one day as I was reading the scriptures, the Holy Spirit said, look up that word see. And Mm -hmm. when I looked it up in my Strong's Concordance that I like to use, that word see means experience. Mm. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall experience God. Wow. And so when I saw that, I was like, yes, God, I want to experience you, you know, which means I've got to work on having a pure heart so that I can experience him. And that word heart, the Bible uses the word heart a lot. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that muscle beating in our chest, even though that muscle is very important. What the word heart means, your mind, Mm -hmm. your desires, and your will. Mm -hmm. So we've got to be committed to keeping our minds pure. Mm -hmm. We've got to be committed to keeping our desires pure. And then we'll have a godly will Mm -hmm. and we can experience 
more of God. Mm -hmm. When I'm studying the scriptures, especially if I see a theme or an idea that's in the Old Testament and the New Testament, to me, that really says it's the heart of God. So when I read this about having a pure heart, Mm -hmm. I get to experience Mm -hmm. God. And I'm like, God, I want to experience you. So I need to have this pure heart. It really led me to look at some scriptures. And he Mm -hmm. brought to my mind a scripture from the Old Testament and one from the New Testament. And I want to share those with you. The first one from the Old Testament is Psalms 24, verses 3 through 4. All right. Give me one second. Okay. Psalm 24, 3 through 4. Mm-hmm. All right. So that says, Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. Okay. So that verse says, Who shall stand in his holy place? You know, in the Old Testament, they had the outer court, the mm-hmm. inner court, and then they had the holy of holies, where the very presence of God was. And mm-hmm. here he, the psalmist is saying, Who shall stand in that holy place? And he says, You got to have clean hands. You got to live right. Mm-hmm. But it goes right back to, You got to have that pure heart, that pure your mind, desire, and will. Yes. And then look at James yeah. chapter 4, verse 8, because when I see similar things in the Old and New Testament, mm-hmm. it really causes me to say, yes, this is from the heart of God. James chapter 4 and verse 8. James 4 and verse 8 says, Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Once again, here we are right back to the same thing. Clean Mm -hmm. hands. You got to live right. You got to live something. Mm -hmm. And we're right back to that pure heart that Jesus talked about. If you want to experience God, you've got to have a pure heart. And Mm -hmm. I love this verse because it says, draw near to God. He will draw near to you. God responds to our desire, our hunger for him, our thirst for Mm -hmm. him. And as we draw close to him, he responds to that and draws close to us. You know, some people are closer to God than others. You know, Mm -hmm. we all started at the same spot with salvation and the Holy Spirit. Why is that? We don't serve a God who says, well, I like this one better than that one, or I really want to get to know this one, but not that one. It all depends on our response. We can be as close to God as we desire to be as long as we are willing to develop that pure heart and to seek him and and love him. Absolutely. That is so good. And it reminds me of, um, well, I think right now when we're recording, Adam will be talking about it this, or no, he just talked about it this past Sunday, actually talking about the beautiful broken record of the Holy Spirit and how mm-hmm. when you're reading the word, you're seeing that theme come up of like having a pure heart and come before God with a pure heart and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it's just reminding you again of that broken record of the Holy Spirit being like, Clean hands and a pure heart. Clean that's hands right. and a pure heart. Like that's, that's what right. that's what God is um, desiring for you and from you, so that you can experience Him. Right. So that is really cool. Um, what are your next thoughts? On so this? I want to share. On. You know, having that pure heart. That's sort of what God really placed on my heart to share. Is how do we develop that pure heart, that pure mind, those pure desires, and that pure will. So Galatians chapter Mm 5 talks about the flesh, 
versus the spirit. And we're not going to read it, but you can read the whole chapter because it talks about there's a battle Mm -hmm. in each of us between the flesh and its desires and then the spirit and what the spirit wants. And really, who whichever one we feed the most is Mm -hmm. going to be the one that's going to walk in victory. We have choices to make about, and we're going to look at this, what our eyes see and what our ears hear. And that makes a major impact on whether our hearts, our minds, our desires, and our will is pure or not. You know, the Apostle Paul talked about, I am crucified with Christ. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives inside of me. He made Mm -hmm. it clear as Christians, it's not our goal to follow the lusts of the flesh. There's mm. this battle. We've got to have the attitude of we're crucifying, putting to death the flesh so that the spirit mm-hmm. can lead and guide us. And then Paul also said, I keep my body under. He makes a choice. Mm. Lest having preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. Mm-hmm. So he made it clear this walk of faith, we have some responsibility in the choices that we we make, we can choose to keep this body under, to deny this flesh. Fasting is a good way. So we're in a get ready to go in a church fast. Mm-hmm. I encourage everybody in that. That's a good way to break the flesh down. Yeah. And actually, when I fast, that's one of the those are the seasons when I oftentimes will hear what God is saying the clearest and mm-hmm. hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. But we have choices to make to either feed the flesh or to feed the spirit and Galatians makes mm-hmm. it clear if you feed the flesh there'll be consequences versus if you feed the spirit mm-hmm. you get to experience God more. Wow. So I want to look at you know Jesus himself talked about the eyes and the ears mm-hmm. and what how that affects us. Mm-hmm. So Chloe if you could read Matthew 5:29 Matthew 5:29 there it is. All right. Matthew 5.29 says, And if thy right eye offend thee, pluck it out and cast it from thee. For it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish, and not that thy whole body should be cast into hell. And so here we have Jesus talking about your eye, what you see, and that possibly causing you to end Mm -hmm. up in an eternity separated from God in Mm -hmm. hell. He says, pluck it out. Now, do I really believe that Jesus, I don't even know how you would do that. (laughs) Because I've plucked something before. I'm like, (laughs) could I even pluck my eye out, actually put my finger up there or pull it out? That's not what Jesus means, okay? What he means is we have to guard what our eyes see. So Mm -hmm. what does that mean? Sometimes we have to get off the internet because it's ungodly things that our Mm -hmm. eyes are seeing. Sometimes we got to turn that TV off. Sometimes we have to make some decisions to Mm -hmm. let some friends go. Why? Because the things we're seeing with them are sowing to the flesh. So Mm -hmm. what Jesus is talking about here is guarding what we see because with our eyes, what we see impacts our minds, our desires, and our will. So if we want to experience God and have that pure heart, then we have to guard what we see. And Jesus really yeah. makes that clear here where he says, pluck it out because it's better to go to heaven with one eye rather than spend an eternity separated from God. So uh-huh. I encourage the listeners, if you're saying, I want to know God better, then 
get ready because mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit is going to lead you to guard what you set in front of your eyes. And you're going to have to make the decision that you want to keep your heart pure. So you've mm-hmm. got to guard what you see with your eyes. Mm-hmm. Guard what you're taking in. Absolutely. Right when you started to say that, my brain immediately went, I'm spending way too much time on my phone and not enough time in the word. And like, you can just sense that with yourself. Like when that's happening, you can just sense like where your heart is at with everything. And so that's challenging. This is so good though. (laughs) And then the second thing that Jesus talked about is what we hear. All right. Mm -hmm. And this is a verse, um, Chloe, if you could go ahead and read uh, Mark 4, 24. Mark 4, 24. All right. So it says, And he said unto them, Take heed what ye hear, with what measure ye meet. Would that be right? You think? Okay. (laughs) It shall be measured to you, and unto you that hear shall more be given. Okay. So Jesus, once again, he's saying, Hey, take heed what you hear. You can't Mm -hmm. listen to everything. And then that second part, with what measure you meet, it shall be Mm -hmm. measured to you again. I was like, what does that really mean? So sometimes I like to go to the Amplified Version. So I'm Mm -hmm. going to read it from the Amplified Version. And what it says is, then he said to them, pay attention to what you hear by your own standard of measurement. That is to the extent that you study spiritual truth and apply godly wisdom It will be measured to you and you will be given even greater ability to respond and more will be given to you besides. So what this is saying is we've got to pay attention to what we listen to. If we will listen to godly things, godly principles, be around those who are encouraging us in the word of God, then we will reap that benefit in our lives. Obviously, we live in a world. And, you know, when I'm in a courtroom, I can't control what's said or done around me. When I'm talking to clients, you know, all of us have situations where we're going to hear all sorts of things that are beyond our control. But what I'm talking about here is we have to have a commitment that God, when I can control things, I'm going to guard what I hear. I can't afford to listen to everything, which Mm -hmm. means sometimes get off that computer, turn that music off Mm -hmm. that may be creating ungodly desires. God, Mm -hmm. I want to worship you. I want to know you better. So I am committed to guarding what I see and what I hear. You know, the world has this down to a system. Think about the Super Bowl. How much money do people pay to have those advertisements during the Super Bowl? Millions. Yes. (laughs) But why is that? Because even the world knows what we see. And what we hear impacts our heart, our Mm -hmm. mind, our desires, and our will. And, you know, Mm -hmm. in advertisements for whatever, to go get a Coca-Cola or Mountain Dew, whatever, that's fine Mm -hmm. that they want to advertise that. But my, my goal here today is to encourage you, if you want to experience God in a greater way and mm-hmm. and experience the presence of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Say, I'm going to guard my heart. I'm going to guard what I see, what I hear, God, so mm-hmm. that it's pleasing to you because then that will help me to experience you better. Absolutely. Because I'm just thinking like when you have so much 
maybe clutter or noise happening in your life. Mm-hmm. Like you're constantly, for me, I listen to music all the time and that can be a good thing and that can also be a bad thing because I just constantly have stuff going on in my head. Mm-hmm. You have to create space to be able to hear from the Holy Spirit and right. space to hear what God is saying from you. Right. You can't just like go throughout your day and be like, well, I hope he just like drops a sign from the sky. Right. You know, you have to be intentional about it. And yes. so kind of eliminating the noise and eliminating the distractions right. and eliminating things that would draw you farther away from God. Right will create more space for that. Definitely. And the thing I found is with fasting, when I'm denying the flesh, Mm -hmm. I usually try to say, I'm not going to watch TV, even if it's just some innocent TV show. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to keep the TV off. I'm going to stay off the Internet. Mm -hmm. God, I'm breaking this flesh down Mm -hmm. and I'm going to talk to you and I'm going to cry out to you and just say, God, I want to know you better. Speak to me and I'm going to listen for your presence and sow that time to him and believe him that I'll experience him in a greater way. It has me looking forward to the fast. I think this episode will come out during the fast, but this has me looking more forward to the fast and more forward to making that extra time and that extra space to hear from God and hear what he has to say. Because every time I've fasted in the past, it's been a while. I haven't been as faithful about that spiritual practice as much. But every time I've done it in the past, I have felt like creating that space you do sense him you do experience him more right and do. it is in the breaking down of the flesh that you experience that so it's not that it's easy but it's so worth it right at it the end of the day is. yeah absolutely so. well what was your next thoughts on this so the the last thing i'll share is just my own story okay, okay. i've been a christian for 37 years and it was about maybe 10 11 years ago and we were in a church that had about a thousand people. And mm-hmm. I was remember talking to God about it because I talked to him every day. And I was like, well, God, this church has a thousand people. I said, I'm used to knowing my pastor and having a relationship with him. I'm like, how am I going to function in this church when mm-hmm. I'm not even going to really know the pastor? And the Holy Spirit immediately said back to me, you don't need to know him. Mm-hmm. You need to know me. And that started me on a journey where I just said, God, I want a deeper relationship with you. I mean, I was saved and and loving him and doing fine, but I sensed he was calling me to a deeper relationship. Mm -hmm. And that is when I started doing more fasting and Mm -hmm. and just praying. You know, in Matthew 6, the Bible says three things, fast, pray, and giving to those in need. When you do it in secret, the reward is opened. Mm -hmm. It gets God's attention. You know, Mm -hmm. the Bible says God is a spirit. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Mm -hmm. You know, God is seeking worshipers, Mm -hmm. people who will consecrate themselves to him. But what God began to show me, and this is the last scripture, I, I won't, we won't read it, but the Bible says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, mm-hmm. for they shall be filled, they shall be satisfied. You know, and what God began to show me, as you hunger for me, as you thirst for me, and when I'm fasting, I'm not eating food, so mm-hmm. I like to say, God, I'm hungering for you. I'm not feeding the flesh. I'm hungering for you and your presence. I want more of you. I'm thirsting for you. Mm-hmm. And the awesome thing about God is when we make that consecration unto him, he responds to that. If we will hunger and thirst for him, mm-hmm. he reveals himself. He draws close to us, mm-hmm. and we get to experience his presence and the presence of the Holy Spirit yes. in a greater way. So, you know, what I would say, if you kind of wanted, what is the, you know, conclusion of it all? 
hearing from God through the Holy Spirit. Like I said, we all start at the same spot. Yeah. We all, Jesus be Lord of my life. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit comes and live inside of us. Mm-hmm. We're born again. So we are all at the same starting line. Mm-hmm. How far we get in that relationship has a lot to do with our choices. Mm-hmm. And so I would encourage you, what God led me today to talk about was having that pure heart, a pure mind, a pure desire, and a pure will. And our choices, what we see, what we listen to, makes an impact on that. So I would encourage you, and I'm challenging myself also, to make better choices on what I see and what I hear mm-hmm. so that I can keep my mind, desire, and my will pure before God and get to experience Him in a greater way. Wow. That was incredible. And that was for me today. I I think it'll definitely encourage everyone listening too, but that really just encouraged me. I feel like we just went to church. <laughs> Tish, thank you so much for being here, for sharing your heart on this topic. I think your heart really shines through and that you're not just speaking as someone that like, well, this is what I should say, but that this comes from the heart. This comes from experience and you've lived it. So thank you for sharing that with us, sharing all of your wisdom with us. Um, it was an honor to have you on with us. Well, today. thank you for having me. And I just pray that whatever I've said, that it will encourage others to get to know God in a better and in a deeper way because he desires, he's no respecter of persons, but it depends on how we respond to him. So I just encourage everyone to develop that pure heart and Mm -hmm. seek him and love him Mm -hmm. and he will respond. Absolutely. It encouraged me. I think it... That was for me today. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you again. Thank you, everyone, for listening today. Um, we will be back next week, and Pastor Adam will be back next week as well. But we hope you have a great week, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Messy Walk podcast with Pastor Adam Cook. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. Have a good day.